Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to Life Grooves, the show where we explore Philadelphians' lives through your favorite music. I'm your host, Suzanne B. Miller, and you're listening to me on Germantown Community Radio. Thanks for tuning in again today. My guest today is Jennifer Kolker. Jennifer, are you on the phone? I am on the phone. All right. It works again. So I, I um, should say is, uh, Jennifer is Jen. I will, I'll call you Jen. Um, is the Associate Dean for Public Health at Drexel University School of Public Health. And Jen, I'm just thrilled you're a guest here on Life Groups today. Exciting to be here. And um, I figured it was sort of appropriate given um, that we are still living in times of COVID to have you on as a guest and um, and just explore sort of maybe how music has gotten you, th- gotten you through this pandemic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe it hasn't, maybe it has, I don't know. Uh, I think it might take more than great music, but it helps, it definitely helps. So why don't we jump right into it, um, if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with, um, with your first, song um, by Helen Reddy. So tell me why this song, I Am Woman, made your list. So I have to first have to say that I threw this on my list before she recently passed away. Ah, when right, I first started per- thinking about this. this show for a while. <laughs> um, you know, I think I started thinking about this song after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and spent, you know, time, like I think many women our age, thinking of the women before us and the women of that generation, our mother's generation, and everything they did. Um, and I grew up in New York on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. It was like the bastion of women's lib. And I will say that my sixth grade graduation, we performed this song. Oh. With like a full dance number and everything. That's awesome. So this song takes me back. I bet. I bet. Um, it, what, so like dancing and chorus and everything? Oh, yeah. Dance. I don't, I mean, it, it's funny because I actually listened to the playlist. I said this to the other day when I went running the other mm-hmm. morning. And, and I can't remember what I did last weekend, but as I was running and listening to this song, I could actually remember the steps of, like, walking out onto the stage at PS84, 92nd Street on the Upper West Side, and how we sort of branched off into two things and waved our arms, and we had all, yeah, we choreographed in this whole dance number and sang this song, and, and I was 11, and it had great meaning then, and mm-hmm. I think I had no clue how much it would mean to me through the course of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I I, um, I I hadn't heard it for a while until I was preparing for the show, and it's like, oh, like the lyrics are still, I would say, as relevant today for our own daughters as they were for us back in the early 70s when this song came out. Um, so should we listen to it? Sure. All right, here we go. Helen Reddy with I Am Woman. I am woman, hear me roar In numbers too big to ignore And I know too much to go back and pretend Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down there on the floor No one's ever gonna keep me down again Well, yes, I am wise But it's wisdom Yeah. 
same time yeah it's not much has changed right right. (laughs) because it was really no other yeah i mean in some ways not much has changed in some ways so much has changed i mean i think i remember in the conversations that we stayed in ginsburg and when john roberts was talking about a conversation with her and i'll I'll get the quote wrong but you were talking about her mother who was being a seamstress or Mm -hmm. something and she was a supreme court justice and he said what's the difference and she just said a generation. Yeah. So I think things have changed. I think if you look at all our lives compared to even what our mothers had to do to get where they got, and hopefully our daughters will have it easier. I mean, they'll have different challenges, but it's, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I was driving up Germantown Avenue to come to the studio, and there were you know, vote signs everywhere. And, and, then, <laughs> and then this song, and I just, I think... Um, I just, I guess I thought that our, that we were going to be the last generation to have to fight these battles. Yeah. And that's what's upsetting, I think, for me as, as a mom of two daughters, and I know you are as well. It's just like, God bless us. We, like, didn't we go to our, our the march, all the marches we needed to in, in right. the 80s? <laughs> but we still have a long, long way to go, I guess. And yeah, I think, I think this. I think the revolution just takes on different paths and different players, but I think yeah. it's still going to be there. Yep, yeah, and um, and I think we, yeah, we have to re- be reminded of that that it's that this is about yeah. power, and people aren't going to give up power very easily. Um, no one does that. 
So, there was an amazing concert in Central Park that took place in September of 1981, and you were there. September September 16th, to be exact. Okay, 1981. And so, who was the concert? What, What Did you go? What was that day like? Simon and Garfunkel's reunion concert in Central Park. Ah. It was just amazing. It was an ama- It was just an amazing day and an amazing time in, in my life and adolescence. It was just incredible. Um, I, I told you the story, but my daughter took a course this summer. She's a junior at Drexel, and she took a happiness course. Ah. Um, and I don't know exactly what that means, but she had to interview people, members of her family, about a particular day or time in their life, a day that was particularly happy. Mm. Um, and I just conjured up, I didn't overthink it, and this day came into my head. She was a little upset that it wasn't the day that she was born. <laughs> um, but, right. That but was this day and the song right, that we're about to play it really stuck in my head. It was just, I just remember every minute of it. Um, it was just a beautiful day. I went with all my camp friends. Mm. We got to Central Park probably at 10 in the morning concert didn't start probably till five or six and everybody was just on the great lawn um crammed together no social distancing right. just beautiful september new york mm. city day uh, incredible. amazing and then this beautiful music including this song um that we're going to play yep. that made your list was this your favorite song that they performed that day or has it just taken on meaning since then. I, I don't know if it's the, my favorite. I mean, I love Tony Garfunkel, and I said I went to summer camp, and I went to summer camp in the 70s, and camp songs for us were whatever the music was that the counselors, who were then in their late teens and right. early 20s, liked to play on guitar. Yes. So I, I, my husband makes fun of me all the time because I'll say, that was a camp song. Yeah. He'll say, how can Neil Young be a camp song? Right. You know, how can Tuna be a camp song? We listened to Tuna. Yeah. So we, yeah, we had one camp song that it turns out it was about heroin. Who knew? But yeah, oh yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah, by the kids. Right. That's what, I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I learned that, it, like, that was, like, early education for me. Yeah. Um, so I think that we, so I don't think this is my favorite. I grew up in it, but there's one verse in this song that they only do live. Mm-hmm. And I had a, we had a particular camp counselor who knew it, and he sang the verse. We always thought he had made it up oh. and added it in. And then when we were at the concert and they sang this particular verse, we were all kind of like, oh, Joe didn't actually write it. Joe's, so this one kind of stood out to me for that. Joe's day. a fraud. Joe. I know. That's what it felt like. Wait a minute. He never disavowed. We call, I remember calling him that night. We got back to friend's apartment. We called him and said, I thought you wrote that, you wrote that verse. He said, I never said that. You know, I just assumed it. <laughs> you, just, you just adored me so much that you thought I right, was a genius. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, let's play it. It is The Boxer, Simon and Garfunkel, and we're going to play the version that Jen Colker heard in Central Park back in September of 1981. Here we go. Awesome, thanks. I'm just a poor boy, but my story is seldom told. I've squandered my resistance For a pocket full of mumbles Such are promises All lies and jests Till a man hears what he wants to hear And disregards the rest mm-hmm. 
When I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers. In the quiet of the railway station, running scared. Laying low, seeking out the poor quarters where the ragged people go. Looking for the places only they
that's so great. I never listened to the live version, so that's really Oh, you fun. haven't. You have you you have to. The I mean, I listen just to this, but I don't usually listen. And can't, usually, I kind of uh, I'm listening while I'm running, and so I yeah, yeah to the next song because the clapping just. Oh, yeah, the whole concert, I love that album. I was, I think I told you, I was just listening to that album um, maybe a few weeks ago just because I hadn't heard it in a while, and I listened to it from start to finish, which is, it just was... Yeah, it's neat to do that. Friends, you know, we go to watch shows, friends will often get, afterwards get the song, get the list, uh, the set list, oh. and then create, create a playlist of the concert. Oh, that's cool. So even though... So you're listening to it in the order that they played it that night, which is yeah. a really nice way of kind of reliving what you experienced. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Well, the album, the album's fun, and just, you know, the references to New York City, and at one point they, oh. they thank Ed Koch and the New York City Police <laughs> Department, and then the, the guys selling loose joints over, you know. Yes. <laughs> it was great. They were, like, donating the proceeds. Um, right. All right. Well, we're going to switch gears a, um, a little bit to a beautiful song that you chose called June Hymn by the Decemberists. Yeah. And I'd love to know why this song made your list. Uh, so, um, anyone that knows me well can say, oh, I've heard this story about 5,000 times. Uh, I love the Decemberists. Uh, I think they're great. We've seen them a bunch of times. They're one of the many bands we were supposed to see in 2020. Yeah. Um, that we did not. But this song, I just love. It's a, it's a hymn. It really is a hymn. And their lyrics are incredible. And it's about June, the month of June, which I happen to... June is just my favorite month. I think it just harkens back to being a kid and school ends and summer waits. And I've always said that June is like Friday night. Like, you have the whole summer ahead of you. Yeah. Like, it's endless. Um... And it's just, the weather's beautiful, and June's Philadelphia particularly is just lovely. So every year, I usually, on Facebook, like that morning of June 1st, I post it. I post some live version of it. Mm. And it's just like my annual thing that I do, and this year I didn't do it. Oh. And I texted a couple friends. I, I just didn't have it in me. Like, we were still in a so stay at home So you were conscious. You were like, okay, deliberately, I'm not going to post it this year. I deliberately. I was like, oh, here you go. Like, usually, every year on May 31st, I think, oh, which, which one should I do? Should I do the common Malloy doing it in the studio? Should I do, a, you know, a recorded version? Should I do a live version? And I remember sitting there on May 31st thinking, ah, really? I have, I'm not looking forward to it. I have no idea what this summer's going to bring, and just it, you know, it was. I was really worried there was not a lot of joy. So yeah. it was such a beautiful song, and I'm really, really hopeful that next year um, I will bring it back. Well, we. I'm glad you brought it back for today because it is a just a, as you said, it it's a hymn, but it's a it's a poem, which I guess you know hymns are poems in so many ways. But it's right. just beautiful song um, from the album "The King Is Dead." Um, so. Let's let's listen and and think about those June days that are as you said yeah. so glorious here in Philadelphia. Here we go. Here's a hymn to welcome in the day. Heralding a summer's early sway And all the bulbs all coming in To begin 
Thrushes bleeding battle with the wrens disrupts my reverie again. Pegging clothing on the line, training jasmine how to vine up the arbor to your door and more. Standing on the landing with the war you shouldered all the night before. Once upon it, yellow bonnets, garland all along. You were waking, and day was breaking, a panoply of song. And summer comes to Springville Hill. Barony of ivy in the trees, expanding out its empire by degrees, and all the branches burst to bloom in the bloom. Heaven sent this cardinal maroon to decorate our living room. Once upon it, yellow bonnets, garland all along. You were waking, day was breaking, a panoply of song. And summer comes to Springville Hill. And years from now, and this old life isn't ambling anymore. Will I bring myself to ride? I give my best to Springville Hill. Once upon it, yellow bonnets, garland all along. And you were waking, day was breaking, a panoply of song. And summer comes to Springville Hill. Summer comes to Springville Oh, that is just so beautiful, Jen. I know. Any song that says a panoply of songs. <laughs> He really, he really is a poet. He is. Yeah. Well, then, and, it, made me, it made me sad listening to it because it reminded I, me of yeah. Yeah. what we've lost. Not just the summer, but what we've, just, what we've lost this year. Yeah. 
We have. Um, and I know I mean, in many ways your career has been devoted to us, you know, thinking about public health and um, being mindful of, sort of, you know, the community side of, of, of our personal health. And, and this is a year, I think, that reminded all of us that, that it's fragile. Um, and we mm-hmm. aren't, you know, everything you've been saying over the years of we're not investing enough, we're not thinking about this enough, it all sort of has come come home this year, unfortunately. Yep. Um, but Absolutely. we have lost a lot. Um, I'm going to remind listeners that you are listening to Life Grooves on Germantown Community Radio 92.9 FM WGGTLP Philadelphia and on gtownradio.com. My guest this hour is Jennifer Kolker, who is the Associate Dean for Public Health at Drexel University School of Public Health. And we are winding our way through her musical uh, exploits. I don't know, musical... Loves. Oh. <laughs> <Look at> that <laughs> one. I think it's really hard to like, you know, be fifty-five years old and pick eight songs. I know. I know. The great, the great challenge of Suzanne's radio show. Right. Right. Well, your next song is, I would say, is also a hymn, um, and it's a song by Joan Baez, um, which I had never heard yeah. before, called "The President Sang yeah. Amazing Grace." Um, so it's sort of. I, I was listening to it. It's like it's a hymn about a hymn. And about a really tragic time in American history. So tell me about mm-hmm. this song and, and why you chose it. So I um I saw Joan Baez just about two years ago. She did a seventy fifth birthday tour. So it's her last her kind of retirement mm-hmm. tour. And I took my mom to see her at Verizon Hall. And it was just it was Verizon Hall, the chemist that was beautiful. Yeah. Um and it was an amazing concert. It was really fun because often I go to shows and Craig and I talk about being the oldest people there. <laughs> and, um, of course, we went to the John Mayer concert. I was like, oh, my God, I'm like the youngest right, person right. here. It was great. <laughs> um, I think the crowd was like 99% women. But she did this, this, she just did an amazing show in general. And it was, you know, again, I grew up on her and her yeah. albums. And it was really beautiful to, it wasn't that same young, incredibly high soprano mm-hmm. Joe Baez voice. It was 75-year-old Joe Baez. Right. It sounded, it was beautiful. It was lower. Um, so she, like, you know, rearranged certain songs, and it just sounded to me a little bit the richness of her age. And so she told the story of this song, which was written by singer-songwriter Zoe Mulford um, about the church killing in Charleston and President Obama going to the memorial and singing Amazing Grace. And uh, Joe Baez told the story at the concert that she heard it on the radio and pulled over and had to get the information because she decided she just, she had to sing it. Mm. She had to record it. So I heard her sing it. That was the first time I heard it, was her singing it there live. And it just, I mean, it just gives me chills. It does. It's a. It's just a. It's a beautiful song, and and that moment. It actually, when I heard the song, I I went back and I read the eulogy that President Obama gave that day, um, in late June. Another song, another hymn to June in a very different way, but um, right. And that right. eulogy is so powerful, and I think such a reminder of something that we talked about when we opened the show of like you can't give up, right? That the that power is not given up easily and so as you're as we are all searching to to make this a better country for so for 
you know, for everyone, um, we have to, as in his words, persevere and have faith in things not seen. Um, and exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about about that. Um, we should listen to the song, I believe. <laughs> so. This is um, Joan Baez, and it is from her album, Whistle Down the Wind, um, which came out a few years ago. And the song is called The President Sang Amazing Grace. Here we go. A young man came to a house of prayer. They did not ask what brought him there He was not friend, he was not kin But they opened the door and let him in And for an hour the stranger stayed He sat with them and he seemed to pray But then the young man drew a gun And killed nine people, all and young In Charleston, in the month of June The mourners gathered in a The president came to speak some words And the cameras rolled and the nation heard But no words could say what must be said For all the living and the dead So on that day and in that place The president sang a Amazing grace, the president sang amazing grace. We argued where to lay the blame on one man's hate. Or our nation's shame Some sickness of the mind or soul And how the wounds might be made whole But no words could say what must be said For all the living and the dead So on that day and in that place The president sang amazing grace My president sang amazing grace Jen, your, ma- your songs are making me cry. I know. I <laughs> You can tell my state of, this is like the 2020 version. I thought I want to come back on in a couple of years. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> well, so yeah. I, I don't think, 
I, I mean, I, you know, you talked about turning fifty-five. It's an election year. Like there are these sort of pivotal, <laughs> these sort of pivot moments right now in our lives, and I think I don't know, maybe wistful time perspective, but also like, what's the future hold for all of us? Right. <sighs> and we have to vote. We have to vote. <laughs> vote. As, as, as the signs reminded me on Germantown Avenue. Just vote. Everybody vote. All right. Your next song is also, I think, a little wistful, maybe. Um, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, <laughs> so I would say that, well, the Fleetwood uh, Mac, oh, not, I mean, it wasn't this album, but Rumors yeah. is the first album I ever, like, owned. Yeah. Got it for my 11th birthday. Nice. My best friend from elementary school, Susan Harwood, who's still my good friend, bought it for me. Um, it was like my first album. Yeah. So it like stands out as just that first moment into um, owning music to be followed by many of the, you know, K Tell, yeah. you know, greatest hits with Turn the Beat Around. I thought about putting one of those on here, but yeah. I. <laughs> couldn't do it. Casey like, in the sunshine. I've never, yeah. sur- I've never survived the ridicule for my family if I did that. Um, and then that's how we began one another one of those camp songs. Like, it was mm. just one of those songs that got sang at camp all the time. And, you know, camp songs were always this mix of sort of fun songs, but then they're always the ones that were just sort of designed to make you cry um, that were about friendship and hanging on. And what's funny about Landslide, though, is that then it was redone by the Dixie Chick. Right. So... You know, I can't remember a couple of years ago when I was humming it, and of course my teenagers turned to me and go, "How do you know that song?" <laughs> um, to which I'm like, "Yeah, because I know the song because it existed before anyone ever thought of you." <laughs> right. Um, so I mean, this Nicks version is terrific, but I just again, like for me, that the Stevie Nicks version is just yeah. the one that kind of it just brings me back. Yep, it does. And I I actually chose not to play the live version of it. Um, uh-huh. Which you hear so often. So I'm, I'm, I chose the original Fleetwood Mac album, 1975, because um, it's an inter- It's sort of play- it plays a little differently. It sounds a little differently, and I just thought maybe that was okay. the version you knew. Um, Probably. So, um, so let's play it and and um, think about you at around a campfire. <laughs> Here we go. To my love, took it down I climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection in snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought me down Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can a child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my Build my 
And if you see my reflection in snow-covered hills Where the landslide brings down And if you see my reflection in snow-covered hills Where the landslide brings you down It doesn't get old. It really doesn't. I think, too, I remember, too, that I, one of the reasons I love Stephen Nick's voice is she had that sort of gravelly, low voice. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, as a kid, I picked beautiful sopranos, which is what you loved. And I always had a lower, more gravelly voice. <laughs> um, so I think I gravitated towards her. Yeah. Yeah. But she, yeah, she has a, she certainly, has, she, you know, she was the star of that show, let's put it that way. But, yeah, she, her sound was so... Anyway, so cool. Like, I just, she just had that cool, you know. Like, yeah. Like, who didn't want to be Stevie Nicks? Your your next song is a Jason Isbell song called Cover Me Up. I know, another beautiful song, Jen. Um, So tell me about this song and and it's being on your list. Um, I just, I mean, I love Jason Estelle. I've seen him a bunch of times. And, uh, another 2020 concert. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get to right. go to. <laughs> right. I have a little pile of tickets, I think, that are just sitting tucked away. And hopefully, um, we'll see in 2021. I hope that, that the live music business is still here when we come out of all this. Right. Um, so, I didn't know, um, the Jason's a play with the Drive-By Truckers. My husband listened to him a lot. I didn't really know him, but then when he started doing solo stuff, I started listening to him. And this song in particular, he wrote for his now wife and girlfriend about his struggles with sobriety. And yeah. It's an amazing love song. It's one of those, like, well, if he's on stage and I squint, I can really pretend that he's actually singing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just a beautiful song. He's, and Jason was great. He's actually really, really political. He's all over Twitter. Hmm. Um, he's just, you know, in addition to being an amazing musician and songwriter, he's just, I think he's a pretty righteous guy. Yeah. He matters. Hard to, it's hard to like, you can like music if there's no politics or whatever involved, but it's hard to like someone, for me, it's hard to like someone's art if I don't like them as a person. Mm. Um, so, that's, that's, I think that's part of why he's with me so much. Yeah. But it's more that it's a beautiful love song and I like to pretend that he's singing it to me. There you <laughs> go. Or that someone's singing that song right. to you. Right. Yeah. We all deserve to have love songs sung sung to right. us, I think, at some point in our life. Uh, Especially at the Fillmore, surrounded by thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> but he was singing it to you, Jen. He was. He sure. was. It was a big crowd of people, but I could tell. We made eye contact. It was uh, really Aw. I um well I, I won't tell the story I'll tell it to you later another time um okay <laughs> uh so here's the song cover me up uh, by Jason Isbell. Hard on the run keeps a hand on the gun you can't trust. 
fade that out as it's so beautiful but we have more songs to get to <laughs> that's a good one that is a good one the whole album is good I mean that's the other thing like his, his albums are just all I think they're all great yeah so we should say it's an album Southeastern uh, which came out in mm-hmm. 2013 um, actually a recent guest had another one of his songs a more recent song from um Nashville Sound, If We Were Vampires, which I just... Is oh, I love that one, too. That's song. another one. Beautiful love song for yeah. his wife. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. Just gorgeous. He, he was singing that one to me, too. There you go. There you go. 
yeah that i that was um a, yeah beautiful uh so your next song is it's a little we're gonna rev it up a little bit now with vampire weekend singing cousins yeah so why'd you choose this song jen so I, there's no particular reason I did that song. I had to do Vampire Weekend because it is the one band that my entire family will listen to, um, <laughs> like me and the kids. So we'll be in a car, really long car trip, and most of the trip, each kid has their own device, and they're listening to their own music, and Greg and I have been listening to the same thing. And at some point in the trip, usually it's kind of the last hour, everyone will come out and they'll say, let's listen to Vampire Weekend, and we'll just put it on. And if I'm on a road trip with just the kids, we'll usually just put it on and listen to like we'll listen to all Vampire Weekend, like all albums. So it's just it's, we've been listening to them since we first heard of them since the kids were little. Uh, we all saw them together last year. Oh, fun! Um, at the Man, which was amazing. Um, so I was really struggling with like, oh my God, we listen to the first album, we listen to the most recent album, and then um, I picked Cousins in part because. We always listen to together, and we're often traveling to go see my family, and the kids are going to see their cousins. So it's right. just one that often gets a, a loud sing-along in the car. There you go. All right, well, let's listen to it. It's um, Cousins by Vampire Weekend from the 2010 album called Contra. Here we go.
A reminder to listeners, you are tuned in to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP Philadelphia, and streaming live on gtownradio.com. I'm your host of Life Groove, Suzanne B. Miller, and my guest today is Jennifer Kolker, who is the Associate Dean, Dean for Public Health at Drexel University School of Public Health. Uh, we are winding our way through Jen's life and music, and we have a song <laughs> from ni- from this year, from 2020. Uh, the first oh, cool. time ever a song from this year has actually been played on Life Group. So it's uh, Waxahachie, Waxahachie singing Can't Do Much. So um, this one clearly made an impression on you, Jen, even though it hasn't been out very long. Yeah, it actually... I mean, I love the whole album. It's, I showed this a couple of reasons. One, because a little bit of a um, shout-out to my husband, Greg Condon, who's been on the show. He has, um, who's yes. always finding new music. Um, if it were up to me, I'd probably still just be listening to Hell Ready. Um, but he's always finding new music. He listens to radio stations from all over the country, and he's constantly introducing new music um, into our lives. So he... I don't know, just showed up one day, and that's what happens. There's Apple Music, and this just shows up. Mm-hmm. And um, So I chose it apart because I love the album. I listened to it a lot at the beginning of the pandemic when I was doing a lot of walks in the afternoon. Yeah, it came out so, in late March. In that time. But it was also just a reminder to me and to everybody that there's always new great um, And she was Katie Clarkstell, who's the singer behind this. She was born in 1989. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What have we done with um, our lives? Just, I know, but it's just, it's just a good reminder. I mean, it's yeah. great old music, and it's yeah. so easy to go back to the old, but there's great new music coming out. It's true. Um, and especially now, because of COVID, and every, I mean, I don't know what the music scene will be like for young new artists. So I, I put this on there as just a reminder to me to always be looking at them, listening for the new stuff. That's a that, Yeah, thank you for that. And, uh, and it is an incredible song, and... Kind of an unsentimental, unsentimental love song. Like just, yeah, just here it is. <laughs> Can't do much about it, and um, we love, you know, I love him, and it's all good. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know. All right, that's here, all you need. here it is uh, from the album Saint Cloud, which came out um, in late March of this year. It's Waxahachie singing "Can't Do Much." Listen, try. 
guess it don't matter why song jen yeah it's a fun one yeah now did you have tickets to see her this summer no <laughs> did not it's <laughs> not, not in my ticket pile uh, well hopefully she'll go out on tour i hope i mean it I, w- I was just reading something um about events you know an event all these events have been canceled this year obviously for you know for covid reasons and it's caterers was you know, sort of struggling, obviously, and and she said, "I think next year is going to be the anniversary event year. Like everybody's going to figure out some reason to have a party next year." Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. So what? I mean, put your you know, your public health hat on. Oh God, no! Yeah. <laughs> no? Right okay. now, I'm feeling better about talking about music productions okay. and public health. Production. All right. Um, no, we won't. You know, I I, I still remain. I have to, if you don't take a long view, we'll just curl up in a ball. Um, yeah, we'll have parties again, we'll have concerts again, we'll have theaters again. Um, I think it's going to be a while, but yeah. we'll get there. We still have to go through it to get out of it. It's, um, yeah. It's like those long hikes, you know, when you're like, I can't yeah. go any further, and you just have to say, Yeah, and everybody's, and everyone's already really, really tired. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. They're really, really tired, and they're still like a, kind of a big mountain ahead of us yeah 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 i'll go down and just go and do right um but yeah you've got to keep walking to get out of it is what yep. i keep, keep thinking about all we can do yep and your last song so it goes <laughs> as uh, <laughs> no, a, a good way to end jen 
It's exactly why, and that's why, I, you know, I just, I've been listening to the song list and thinking, oh, these songs are very ballady and sort of serious and nostalgic and whatever, and I thought, gotta end on just a fun, upbeat, and why not Nick Lowe, so, yeah. Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe, Jesus of Cool, an old right. song from 1978, <laughs> but still sounds so modern, maybe I'm just dating myself for imagining that, but, you know, it's just, I actually heard it on the radio today, which is sort of funny. And another oh question. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is on Jen's list." Um, wow! And my <laughs> my teenage daughter was like, "Oh, this this sounds like a cool song," and it is a great song. Cool, makes me cool. Yeah, go go, Nick Lowe. And um, so we'll wrap it up with this. And and thank you, Jen, for being part of absolutely. Life this is great. You're part of the Life Groups family now. Um, maybe we'll celebrate in 2021 with a, like a reunion or something. That sounds great. Post-pandemic. Right. Exactly. Post-pandemic, stay left. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you all. Great. Thank Thanks. you so much. And to all the listeners out there, thank you for tuning in again this week. And uh, we'll leave you with So It Goes. Don't forget to vote. Oh, it's going.